Hello and good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Econ for Dummies by a Dummy. My name is Matt Lloyd. This is actually the very first episode of this podcast series. Uh, shoot, I hope that you all enjoy this episode and continue to listen. I'm super excited for, for everything that's to come here. Uh, I've had a lot of fun putting all this together, and I hope that... Uh, this finished product uh, is something that you all can enjoy as well. So on today's episode, what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to look at a couple of different books uh, that give some insight, and we're going to take a look at incentives uh, and really uh, delve into what drives us to make the choices that we make every single day of our lives. So uh, <laughs> buckle your seatbelts. Keep all hands and feet inside the vehicle, and please enjoy. Here we go. Uh, Being the first episode, I'd like to start by clearing the air about what economics uh, really is. Uh, It's not necessarily just businessmen and all of the boring things that you think it might be, you know, stock markets and such. It's actually something that affects everyone, even an average high schooler such as myself. It's it's the study of people and the choices that we make. And the more you know about economics, the more you can actually learn about people and their choices. Uh, one of the big ways that economics affects us is through incentives and also uh, opportunity cost, such as you're paying the price, the opportunity cost, uh, which is your time to listen to this this podcast or every time that you stay up late to watch your favorite Netflix show, uh, you're paying the price, uh, which is that, well, you're not going to get as much sleep and you're going to wake up in the morning wishing that maybe you uh, didn't watch that episode. But hey, Everybody wants to know who's going to die or or whatever in in the latest episode of Grey's Anatomy, so I'm not going to blame you. But there's also incentives, and an incentive is an external motivator uh, that can help explain why people make uh, the choices that you know that we make. Uh, whether that's a bonus at work for meeting a certain goal or, or <laughs> my favorite, getting a piece of candy in kindergarten uh, when you uh, <laughs> learn how to count to a thousand or, or something, you know. Uh, but incentives actually aren't always uh, something that you gain. Uh, it actually actually can be something taken from you, such as like a fine or, uh, uh, I don't know, a penalty of sorts. Um, and uh, I'll... I'll talk about that more in a minute right now uh, the truth is and what i want to really focus on right now is that incentives are everywhere uh, which is actually bringing me to the first of two books that i want to talk about with you uh, and it's uh it's titled the y-axis uh, authors Uri, sorry if i pronounce this wrong Nisi and john list actually really do a great job of, of getting into what motivates people. They look for the why, as it's in the title, and, and what causes us to do things or to make certain choices. So through a series of different experiments and observations, uh, they're able to show that in several 
cases, our external motivator is possibly the best motivator we have. And it's greater than an incentive or external motivator. Uh, there are often so many different underlying motives to decisions that we make. Um, I mean, heck, I bet you didn't know that that raising the cost of a bottle of wine could actually make the wine more uh, attractive or cause customers to see that wine as a higher quality simply because it is priced higher. Or I bet you also didn't know that people will give more to a charity when they're provided with the opportunity to give once and never be approached about donating again. And if you ask me, that makes sense. I'd love to get that opportunity, but all of the organizations that call me at 4 a.m. when I'm trying to sleep are just talking about monthly payments to our wonderful organization to save save I don't even know what they want honestly, but anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> Uh, there, you know, there's so many different reasons that that people make the choices that they make, and there's not a single one of them that is a hundred percent predictable. Uh, you know, as humans, there's so many different things that motivate us, whether that's our morals, uh, revenge, a cash prize, or maybe we think something isn't as fair as it should be. And uh, actually, to give a better example of this. I'm going to talk about a game, uh, the ultimatum game, that is. Uh, so in this game, what what happens is you give one of two players a sum of money. The player with the money is tasked with splitting the money in a way that the second player will accept the proposal. And if the second player accepts the proposal, both players receive that allotted amount of money. If not, then no one gets anything. And so it would make sense it would make sense for the second player to accept just about any sum of money. But that isn't actually always what happens, considering that we often want things to be fair or maybe player two has some sort of interior agenda against player one and they they're just like no i don't want them to get any money and when when the truth is that that even accepting you know just one dollar would actually leave that player in a better place than they did starting the game because starting the game they weren't leaving with any money so you think well i'm leaving with a dollar hey that's more than i was leaving with to begin with but as i said before <laughs> we are very very irrational and in the book the y-axis your eye and, and easy do a i'm sorry i'm sorry your eye and, and john list do a great job of, of showing this um, like I mentioned in the wine bottle um, case, what what happened was a store set prices at ten, twenty, and forty dollars, and so you think, you know, it's the same bottle of wine, and so you think, uh, well, ten dollar bottle of wine, yeah, sure, that's gonna sell. But what actually happened was uh, the twenty dollar bottle sold more, and and that comes to where people. 
that comes to the fact that, you know, people think, uh, hey, this bottle of wine is $20, this one's 10 The $10 bottle of wine must not be as good, you know. You think <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it does something to our heads. We think that simply because it costs more, when in fact it's the same wine, it's going to taste better. And uh, there's actually been several different studies shown on this where uh, maybe um, the contestants or, or subjects, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, are tasting wines and they're showing the prices. And so often they said that the, the wine that they knew had a higher price tasted better. But then in other cases, when they weren't shown the prices, uh, you know, they would say that the prices of, they would say that the, the wine that actually ended up costing cheaper tasted better. And so that, I don't know, that, that's one thing that really, it blows my mind. Uh, but it's awesome to see how these authors, you know, go in on this book. And, and it actually is uh, a really interesting book because it brings real life meaning to uh, the impact of economics on your average Joe, just everyday people uh, that, you know, heck, before looking into the book, I thought, dude, like economics really doesn't have that much of an impact on me every day other than the fact that <laughs> I know the government takes taxes out of every check and I hate it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you don't have to be a lifetime economics e economist to actually understand, you know, what um, what the authors are, are actually revealing to us. And uh, honestly, I suggest if you're interested in, in knowing why people do what they do or, or learning anything about the decisions that people make, I, I really do suggest the y-axis. Uh, so there's that. But this isn't a book ad. So I'm going to move along to the second book that also does a great job of explaining incentives. But it takes a, a, a bit of a different approach. Uh, this book looks at actually morality versus incentive and shows that at times uh, an incentive can actually decrease the moral value that we put on something. Uh, the biz biggest example from the book that author Samuel Bowles uh, shows is uh, what I'll call the daycare late pickup fee. So uh, what happened was, uh, this is funny, the, the daycare uh, had an idea to start charging a fee every time that a parent picked their child up late. Uh, so you see the daycare is sort of playing on uh, loss of virgin, <laughs> loss of virgin. Sorry, <laughs> loss of a virgin. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so the daycare, they're they're playing on the fact that they know people. We don't like to lose things. You know, we don't like to lose money. We don't like to lose competitions. We'd actually rather not lose than win, if that makes sense. Um, so what they do is they they throw this incentive out there, and this is where. I come back to where I was talking about earlier, that incentives actually can be negative. So this incentive, this fine, uh, they, they use it in hopes that people are going to start picking up their children on time. But what happens is actually that people begin to pick their children up later, more often, because they, they see that, oh, well, with this incentive, 
I don't have to feel as guilty about picking my child up late because I can just pay the fine. And and this is just one example that uh, Bowles use uses in his story the to suggest that sometimes you know human interaction uh, should just be human interaction and we should just allow our intrinsic motivation to do its job instead of in, uh, attempting to change our actions with incentive after incentive uh you know uh, the, the book now i'm not saying the book isn't necessarily all just bashing incentives um you know incentives can be beneficial you know uh we we all know that everyone knows that but it does bring a greater understanding that uh you know to the fact that you know hey maybe we're over in incentivizing, I guess. Um, I hope that's a word. If not, I'm going to trademark it immediately because I think it's awesome. Um, but maybe maybe we are over incentivizing. We're, we're giving too many incentives, and that's actually uh, decreasing the moral uh, value that we place on things. Uh, and that's something that, that this book does a great job of showing, and it's something – great to understand is that you know sometimes we need to let human interaction be human interaction we need to uh you know not always just say hey uh (laughs) you picked your kid up late uh give me money because well heck that might not actually cause everybody to start picking their child up on time and that can actually damage and cause some big problems in society if you really get to think about it. Uh, honestly, I've really touched on just about everything. So to sum things up, we are consistently inconsistent in the decisions that we make and in our uh, thought processes, which makes predicting how a certain nudge or incentive will affect someone's decisions very difficult and it makes a good incentive all that more meaningful because you never know you never really know well i don't want to say that i don't want to say uh, i don't want to say you never know but doing and doing something the wrong way could have the exact opposite effect Um, that you want on something and can completely shake things up in an opposite way. So, so it makes, you know, the decisions that companies and and people and employers make all that much more important because if you're not careful with your incentives, uh, you can actually do some, some great damage. Uh, well, honestly, that's all that I have for you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this. Hope that maybe you learned something from this, and uh, thanks for giving your time. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for making the uh, economic decision to listen to this, uh, paying the opportunity cost, and maybe trading off. There we go, trading off your time. You know that you could have spent doing something else, but instead, you're listening to this. Hopefully learning something new, hopefully enjoying it, and I hope that maybe you'll come back and uh, listen in a couple weeks uh, when I'm going to be talking about personal investments. So again, thank you for listening to Econ for Dummies by a Dummy. My name is Matt Lloyd, and I hope you all have a great day.